Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. going on everybody this your boy flaw 700 and this is the podcast brothers podcast episode 114 114 no fresco today but i got my twin in the building and we're going to keep this podcast brother thing going joining me today we have the youngest in charge the baby brother we got my bro donovan in the building please introduce yourself with the akas because i know you got them what's going on what's going on it's donovan um, Don Macalicious, Don Juan, Don Dada, Don Holler, aka Mac the Don, BKA, Don Daddy, aka Donnie Savage. So uh, that's <laughs> all my AKAs. Um, they come, I come up with some, you know, every other day. So those are the ones that stuck. So what's going on, everybody? And this Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, how that's I, clean. That's how I do. That's clean. That's how I do. Um. And we're live from Starbucks once again. And I just want to shout out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. I appreciate y'all for listening. Also, shout out to the shout out to the ones that watch us on social media, the little one minute clips we post. I appreciate y'all as well because y'all are our supporters. You know, y'all listen to the show, regardless if it's the audio or the video. So I appreciate y'all. Without further ado, though. We got a special guest in the building, man. Um, this gentleman stopped by a few months ago. It was episode eighty. He was on. He was doing his campaign thing. You know what I'm saying? He was. He was. He was telling y'all what he was going to do for the city of Trent is if he was elected. Um, when he came the first time, he was running for a seat. He's here this time, sitting in the Ooh. seat. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, councilman at large, Jarrell Blakely. What's going on, man? All is well. Yeah. Uh, just out here trying to do the work. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Uh, and I look forward to a robust conversation about you know the issues facing Trenton. Absolutely. As well as who I am and my hopes and dreams and aspirations. Um, I was going to start you know with my introduction. Uh, you can call me the Honorable. Call mm-hmm. me Jay Moneybag. Uh, you can call me... Uh, just call me Mr. Blakely. You can Absolutely. call me Councilman Blakely. Um, but I'm glad to be here, and I look forward to uh, a robust conversation. Yeah, you was on episode 80. This is 114. Wow. So as you see, you've been doing your thing. You've Absolutely. been moving. Mm-hmm. We've been moving. We ain't been stopping awesome. since that. So um, All day, every day. The work continues. It Absolutely. Stop. Absolutely. The Definitely grind don't stop. is continuous. I want to start this episode off with something different. It's a different type of segment, man. Sure. Um a little speed round. I watch a lot of ESPN. They do this on a around the horn or a, a part of this interruption. They got a little speed round. Okay. So I wanted to touch on a few things. Man. So one of the topics I wanted to touch on was, uh, and this is breaking news. 
Dallas, the Dallas grand jury has indicted Amber Geiger, the fire police officer who killed Otham Gene. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and un- brother. Yeah. An, un- an unarmed black man in an alleged apartment mix up. So just our quick thoughts on that. Um, this is the beginning of something. Um, I, I think we've seen this before. Um, she could still get off, but this is start strike one. So uh, the fact of the matter is, it should not be possible in America for anybody to enter someone's home and shoot them in cold blood. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter who you are, uh, the position you hold. It should definitely not be when you have someone that is tasked with protecting the public uh, trust and Absolutely. protecting the public. And so I think this is a good thing. Um, we don't want to uh, send a message that it's okay and that somebody could get away with entering somebody's home unannounced and shooting and killing someone. Absolutely. So I think this is a good thing. And I look forward to justice being served. If the narrative remains the same that this police officer entered this unarmed civilian home and shot him, then she should suffer the consequences. Right, right. Her position shouldn't matter. I don't care if she was the Pope. If the Pope walked in somebody's house and Absolutely. shot somebody, then they should be held uh, accountable. 100%. And I don't think she is any different. Absolutely. What you think? I think the same thing. Um, just piggyback on that. Um, when she was trying to explain herself, man, I heard that she was just like mistakenly went into the wrong home. And I just, I'm just like, you know where you live at, man. You know, yeah. you know, you know where your place is and, you know, for you to go into someone else's house and to use that excuse that, you know, I was in the wrong home and you thought it was a robber. Come on now. That's just little kids say stuff like that to, to get off. You give them a little pat on their back and, you know, you, you let them go. But definitely um, what you said, Jarrell, was just like, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be accepted anywhere. Absolutely. If, if the indictment is good for us and if, you know, she gets off for whatever reason, it's going to send the wrong message. It's going to cause a lot of tension, a lot more tension, a lot more problems than we already been having. So I think the indictment is definitely good. And one thing that I would say is where is a black man safe if he's not safe in his own, in home. His own home? Right. And so uh, we're not safe driving. Mm. We're not safe on the job. We're not safe um, driving Uber. We're not safe in so many different places. And the sanctity of the home should really give us pause to think that there's even a question that she would be charged. Right. Uh, and I would definitely would like to see justice done. Yeah, absolutely right. Because we're sitting here like, man, will she get charged? What's going to happen? It's yeah, like, it's, it's she shouldn't, shouldn't be nobody should get special privilege. It should be, you did a, you committed a crime, you have to go um, on trial, mm-hmm. and whatever happens, there happens. But we'd be like, man, will she even get charged? Well, well here's the thing. Why did she even feel necessary or why did she even feel compelled to pull out her gun? She wasn't on duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's at home. So it shouldn't matter what her position is. She wasn't on duty when she shot that brother. She mm-hmm. wasn't on duty. And so her so her position as a police officer it up it's gonna is uh, immaterial. Right. It's completely mm-hmm. immaterial. And I look forward to seeing justice being done. Absolutely. Fresh off his draw from last night, DeAndre Wilder. Uh, hmm. um, he had the checker brother, Radio Raheem. They call him or that's his name. I don't know. Hmm. But apparently 
the interviewer asked him, well, during a rant, DeAndre Wilder said his people have been fighting for 400 years. Mm. The interviewer said, what people are you talking about? And DeAndre Wilder replied, Deontay. you know. Deontay Deontay, 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 Deontay Wilder replied, you know what people, you know what people. But my question is, was the reporter just doing his job or was, or, or did Deon, Deontay yeah, yeah, yeah. have a right to check him? Was I that like both, a reporter? True. Both, can both, be true. both could be true. Both could be true. So I don't think it has to be one side or mm-hmm. another. Uh, he has a right to say what he wants to say, particularly regarding uh, the plight of his people, uh, as well as the reporter has a responsibility a to deal. dig a little deeper. Mm, okay, and gotcha. so I think that this is a controversy that is a fake one. Yeah, okay, I, gotcha. I, I think I think uh, the reporter was doing his job because he knew what he was talking about, yeah. but he still has to ask those questions to get him to explain himself. Um, and Deontay just start start going in on it. Yeah. Um, but okay. the reporter didn't back down. He was still there. I ain't see him jump. You know, to see a boxer like that right. in my face, I'm like, I'm a reporter. I'm like, I can't, I can't handle this dude. But, you know, he stood his ground. I think he was doing his job. He probably didn't want to ask that question because he already knew. Yeah. But because that's in his job description, okay. they're they're going to be looking for him to ask those that's exactly reporters what ask questions. That's yeah. what they do. That's exactly they do. why. Try to jog your thoughts. That's exactly why I put that out there like that because – it's, it's going around social media that, you know, Wilder checked this guy. But then I'm thinking, like, maybe he just was a reporter mm-hmm. doing his job. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. people are you referring to, Mr. Wilder? I mean, I get that you could look at him as Uncle Tom. But in my in my opinion, I just think he was just doing his job. Yeah, still and, got a family to feed. And all he had to do was really just break it down. But he just got off an intense uh, way in. Mm-hmm. So he was probably, probably still hyped. And here's the thing. Reporter. So I deal with reporters all the time as um, – a politician yeah. and reporters have a job to do. Mm-hmm. Like they ask questions and we have to allow them to do their job effectively. Right. And sometimes you can be swole. Sometimes you can be angry and you just have to understand that they have a set of responsibilities. The fourth estate is such an important aspect of our society. And this whole idea of checking people shouldn't be in the realm. And we got a president who's already talking about violence towards Mm, reporters. mm -hmm. And so Mm. we don't want that to seep into other sectors of our society. That's a fact. So it's actual factual, actual factual. (laughs) Actual factual. (laughs) So I remember bumping into you around midterm election time. Yeah. So, and I wanted to talk to you about this as well with the midterms and we even we're still getting some elections decided absolutely to this day mm-hmm. um one i think that um got decided recently was mississippi absolutely um there's Good old some, howard grad howard he went to howard uh, okay Epstein okay went to howard he, he ran but center. he lost but he lost though right he lost, he lost to a mm-hmm. he lost to a candidate uh her name is i'm trying to find her Hyde name smith high yeah. smith there it is city high smith, smith yeah. and she and i quote said if there was a an open lynching outside lynching She'll be front row. Mm-hmm. She still won in Mississippi. Yeah. Um, Alaska, I think the Republican won by one vote. Yep. What's going on in Florida? So you're talking about the governor's race? The governor's race. It's a wrap. It's, it's still it's, over? It's, no, it's done. It's, it's finished. The brother Gilliam lost. Gilliam lost. Okay, so Gilliam lost. So what was the overall... Because um, I see them saying that Trump is worried... 45 is worried about what happened recently. So just give us the rundown on what actually happened so, overall. So November the 4th was a good day okay. for Democrats okay. and for people who support Democratic values. Okay, You have a majority 
in the Congress. And so in the House of Representatives, Democrats did a fantastic job of increasing their number to become the majority. And so that has several important consequences as we look at the last two years of Trump's presidency. It means that, number one, the committees in the House of Representatives are going to be controlled by Democrats. What does that mean? For the banking committee, guess who's going to be the chairwoman? Who's going to control that committee? Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Right. And so that means that there's going to be investigations around Trump's malfeasance in the financial space. She has that power to do that. Mm. When you start looking at the committee on government oversight, right now it's in the hands of a congressperson that basically is Donald Trump's, I don't want to use the word, but it rhymes with itch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to now be controlled by a brother from Baltimore named Elijah Cummings, who is now going to be the chairman of that committee. And so you're going to really start seeing the House of Representatives have a broader role in critiquing and holding President Trump accountable. And so that's a good thing. And so the blue wave is real. And I look forward to seeing the implications of Democrats running the House of Representatives on the Trump presidency. Sound like a lot of things will be turning around. Absolutely. Now, one thing that I will say is that the elections have shown us that some Americans, too many Americans, are comfortable with racial doll whistling and they're too comfortable with supporting people who appeal to racial animus Mm -hmm. and racism in our society. And so you look at what happened in Mississippi, you look at what happened in Florida, you look at what happened in Georgia, I believe the worst person won. And we really need to have a real serious conversation in this country about racial bias, racial prejudice, and how that plays out in the polling. So uh, you stations. think, and I know that, you know, just, just remain positive. I'm pretty sure you're yeah. going to say, hell yeah. But do you think we can have that conversation with Mississippi, with Florida? Like, well, well, here's the thing. Mississippi. So Mississippi uh-huh. was a, is a tough state for Democrats to win anyway. But I will say that I was emboldened or, or I was happy to see how close the election was in Florida and in Georgia. Democrats haven't won uh, races in these states for a very long time. There hasn't been a Democratic governor of either Georgia, Mississippi, or Florida in decades. Mm -hmm. And so there's just this group of people who are down there who the comments that Senator Hyde Smith made appeals to. And these dog whistlings are unfortunately productive when running for office in these very conservative and racist states. Mm. That's unfortunate, but hopefully that changes and we have politicians who appeal to everyone mm-hmm. and not just to narrow segments. All right. Yeah. Um, so listen, right? We're going to pay some bills, man. Oh, pay some bills. What's up? I got a 30 second commercial coming your way. This is how we oh, pay the bills. So, wow, brother, y'all doing hey, a big yeah, commercial. That's, that's so listen, hey, well, you know, a little, little something, something. <laughs> you might hear something, you might not. That's just how Spreaker works. So for those of you, um, be patient. We'll be right back. 
And we are back. So, man, we'd like to get into our interview portion of the podcast around this time of the hour. So, Jarrell, you know, my first question, even though I introduced you, just tell the listeners, you know, who you are besides the councilman. You know, just give them a more in-depth Sure. So, my name is Jarrell Blakely. I was born on a late summer's night, August 15th, 1987, on Bellevue Avenue in Trenton's West Ward. I'm very glad to be here. I attended the Trenton Public Schools K through 12 with a short stint at African People's Action School. Uh, after graduating from Trenton High in 2005, uh, as most likely to succeed, I earned a scholarship to Howard University in our nation's capital. I graduated uh, five years later. I took the longest scenic route and uh, <laughs> graduated with a degree in history, came back to Trenton, eventually started teaching in the Trenton Public Schools, uh, taught social studies and history and civics. Uh, at my high school alma mater, had a really good time there. Got really involved with my teachers union, and I left to run a campaign at the New Jersey Work Environment Council, where I uh, ran Healthy Schools Now at the New Jersey Work Environment Council. Really enjoyed that, and now I'm currently teaching at the Camden City School District. I teach social studies there. I'm an adjunct professor at Rutgers University and Middlesex County College. I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha, and uh, I am someone who really loves Trenton. I have spent nearly my entire life here, have a real deep commitment to the people and the institutions here, and I want Trenton to be the city that it can be. And So that's why I decided to throw my hat in the ring and run for city council at large. And I was very pleased to get the support from the residents of the city of Trenton, and I'm really excited to actually make a difference in a city that I really love. This is something I've been wanting to do my entire life. And I'm just pleased to have the ability to actualize my aspirations. And that's so young. Busy as you are, you mm-hmm. make time for us. We yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Nah, well, listen, I went to church this morning and then I'm going to uh, Phi Delta Kappa a teacher groups uh, dinner. And so uh, I definitely wanted to show you all some love. Y'all showed me some love during my campaign. Mm-hmm. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed Speaking to you all, I think I was able to really reach a lot of people through this platform, and I look forward to continuously going on this platform during my trip. That's what's up. I, I, listen, mm-hmm. I was hyped when you won, man. I was, I was hyped when you. I, yeah, I bet <laughs> you were. I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah, no, it was very exciting, man. I've been wanting to do this since I was in the fifth grade, and uh, it's funny. I was talking to Mayor Palmer yesterday about some political stuff. And I told him, I said, hey, Mayor Palmer, I knew I wanted to be a politician when I saw him in fifth grade at Joyce Kilmer. Mm. I saw him on the stage and I said, I want to do something just like that. And just yesterday, I'm on the phone talking to him about the political climate in the city. So that's beautiful. That's just awesome. Now, when I was I was the vice president um, in fifth grade. Were you? See, I was voted vice president. Okay, so. good stuff. I mean, I didn't have to do anything. Hey, you know, it was like towards the end of the year, but they voted me. So I <laughs> hey, guess personality I was some, alone, yeah, right? Some, yeah, okay. some kind of president. You know, thank you. And I appreciate <laughs> that. So, um, you want to get into the next question, though? Sure. Yeah. Um, so it says here, I'm not that you hold a seat. Um, is it what you thought it would be? Yes and no. And so, I've been preparing for this for a really long time, working in different government agencies, learning the city, understanding its people, its institutions, but it's one of those things that you really don't understand until you get into it. Mm. The first thing that really shocked me was you're no longer anonymous. Everywhere I went in the city, I was being stopped. I couldn't go grocery shopping. I couldn't go 
to a restaurant. I couldn't go on a date without being stopped. Mm. And so I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Celebrity status. I'm on a hot date. Uh, and I said, we're going to go somewhere outside of Trenton because I don't want to be bothered. Ooh, <laughs> you you go to UN? Yeah. No, no, no. So, so, <laughs> so she was bad. She was gorgeous. And I said, you know what? I just want to meet. I just want to talk. We're just going to kick it somewhere else. So we go outside of the city about maybe 20 minutes away, not a Trenton watering hole. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm going to have a good time. We're just going to chill. And so I'm having a good time. We went outside to the patio. It was a beautiful summer's night. It was romantic. It was great. She was bad. The food was good. (laughs) Third time you said she was bad. She was bad. What does that mean? She was bad. She was bad. And so and so we're talking. And I'm over there having a good time. And we're talking. And she says, They've been watching you. Somebody behind you been watching you for like the last 20 minutes. And so I saw not this shit. <laughs> and I look in the back and literally they start talking to me for about 20 minutes, mm. asking me questions. Oh, are you, were you just elected to office? And that was just an example of how like your life changes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't rob banks anymore. Yeah, you, right, you right. You can't right. do anything crazy. So that's something that, um, not that I was robbing banks. Not, but that, not that we was robbing banks. Bigger <laughs> yeah, speech. Bigger speech. But you just have to understand that in this small city, someone is going to know you, someone is going to see you. And that's a good thing because I like talking to residents. Even sitting in here, we had someone come in right. here uh, because of you know my position. Also, I was a little surprised about how the your position can impact your career. Okay. Mm-hmm. So most people think that politicians have the ability to get anything that they want. There's a reason why only rich people generally get into the political process because – you have the freedom and the flexibility to do your elected position in a you know really innovative way. But when you're a working stiff like myself, being a politician can actually hamper your economic opportunities. And so I would definitely recommend to future politicians out there that they get a career that allows them the time and flexibility because mm. I work all the way in Camden. I can't be at every place during the day because you know i'm at work making the bacon and so that's something that is really interesting but overall it's been absolutely fantastic i've learned a lot in the last five months i've grown tremendously as a leader and my appreciation for the city of trenton has been deeper but it definitely gives you some there are definitely some fallbacks but all in all i believe that my experience as elected official has been very, very positive. I look forward to uh, deeper experiences as I go along. I want to talk about Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think I've ever asked you, you know, yeah. which one are you I'm with? I'm a Democrat. You're a Democrat. Yeah. Okay. So there's been a lot of rumors, but well, not rumors, but just a lot of rumbling going on, a la Kanye West, where yeah. he's on some black people. To, we do not have to be Democrats, which I think we know. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. We we agree. And I'm a with Democrat, that. and I believe right, right. Because you know, me personally, you, you know, you grow up in that Democratic yeah. uh, uh, cloud, and then you grow up, and you be like, you know, I do have a choice. But then when you actually look at the choices, you go, you know what? I'm gonna stay where I'm at, not because this is the perfect party, yeah, but because I just I see what they're saying more than I see what the other side right. is saying. Absolutely. But let's go with Black Republicans real quick. Yeah. What do you? What do we think of Black Republicans? So I used to work for a Black Republican okay. when I was at Howard. I worked for uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Alfonso Jackson, when I was a freshman uh, in college at Howard. 
I also worked for the Department of Education for some black Republicans. Number one, if you look at just where our positions are, it's natural for many black people to be Republicans. We're a conservative people. We're a church-going people. We are, a, uh, in terms of the black business class, has some of the same concerns about taxes and economic environments that other conservatives and other middle-class and upper-middle-class people hold. And so I necessarily don't have a problem with the Republican Party. I think that the Republican Party, however, in the age of Trump, has really turned into a white supremacist party. I believe that the Republican Party, as headed by Donald Trump, has turned once kind of quiet dog whistles into large trumpets. Mm. And so they have no problem with relying on racial animus and relying on negative perceptions of African-Americans to gain political power. A lot running for running for office and telling people you're going to sit at an open uh, lynching. Yeah, like that's outrageous. Yeah, that's completely unacceptable. And unfortunately, there are people who buy into that right now. A black person voting for a Republican on the national level. It's like a Repu- it's like a chicken voting for Colonel Sanders. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, and I think that's unfortunate because I think a dual party having African-Americans in both parties would serve our interests more fuller or more fully. And so I think it's unfortunate that the Republican Party is using dog whistles and trumpets to highlight their white supremacist ideologies. Yes. And it's very unfortunate. I think it's sad. Here's my There's no th- shame behind it. No shame. No they have shame. no shame. They have no shame. They have no you know no shame. I guess there's there's no way to put it. Right, I was right. thinking of a Just, better word, but there's no shame. Here's my thoughts on it, right? And I thought about it. Like uh Republican Republicans in the way that they feel about, you know, everybody else but the wealthy. Yeah. Um they I guess their thoughts are Look, we did it, and so can you type yeah. of thing. So when I see a black Republican, I'm thinking of this person as a person who will look at, like the Bill Cosby syndrome, where he yeah. said, man, you guys got your pants hanging. You comedians are cursing too much. Yeah. In a sense of, I'm not going to say that they don't like, love black people, but they don't like that hood or that that, well, well, listen, that I, vision of us. Yeah, well, I don't like that either, I mean, to be honest. Right, right. I, I mean, if the Republican Party wasn't so racist, I think they would appeal to a large group of African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Because we all know, we all got that cousin, we all got that uncle, we all got that grandma who believes that the way things done in inner cities is not correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they believe that some of the values in the inner cities are not positive that they don't help black people. And so it's just unfortunate that some conservative ideologies are being superseded by this appeal to racism and appeal to bigotry that the Republican Party, that the contemporary Republican Party has decided is going to be in the forefront of their platform. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I definitely, I, I definitely see that because this is to me, and I yeah. might catch some fire from it, but it's, there's bad in both parties and there's good Absolutely. in both parties. It's just that maybe the Democrats just know how to speak on a level that we want to hear. And, the, and to me, some of the Republicans just be like, listen, I didn't grow up in no ghetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got the same skin complexion. You can do better, yeah. but I'm not going to help you. You can do it yourself type oh, of vibe. Well, here's the thing. Um, Democrats and Republicans, 
I would say this. I'm a Democrat. I'm a proud Democrat. I'm active in my local Democratic Party. But before I'm a Democrat, I'm black. Absolutely. And so we need to ensure the, the slogan of the Congressional Black Caucus is no permanent friends, no permanent enemies, just permanent interests. And so there's sometimes where the Republican Party has or is working uh, in a positive manner. So, for example, Donald Trump is saying all the right things as it relates to changing the criminal justice laws that were instituted with the support of a Democratic president in the name of Bill Clinton. And so I just want us to realize that politics is really about the business of punishing your friend or punishing your enemies and rewarding your friends. And I just want us to be in a position as black people, as folks who live in communities like Trenton, that we're not slaves to the Democratic Party, but we're also not suckers for the Republican one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that just that just kind of goes into the question that, that we yeah. have next. Um, uh, what are your personal goals as far as being a politician? Is it that to give us that insight of we can be more than yeah. you know what we are, so, what they so deem us to be? I, I, you're talking about my goals as why I got into politics. Right. I got into politics because I really believe that the political process is set up that if you are inclined to forcefully represent your community, that you can do it in a political process. And so we have a budget process coming up in the city in Trenton. Our municipal budget is about $200 million. So we have, in terms of the city level, $200 million to attempt to make our city a better place. During the budget process, I really look forward to fighting for the constituencies that elected me. So, for example, when we get to the recreation department, I want to figure out are we using our dollars effectively to provide recreational opportunities for our young people who desperately need it? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, on the other side of life, I want to make sure that our seniors have access to programming that allow them to live out their golden years in comfort and security. Mm-hmm. And so when you start understanding that as an elected official, you have great power to influence the dialogue. You have great power to ask questions and to advocate on behalf of the desperate, the damned, the disinherited. Those are all of the reasons why I decided that I wanted to be an elected official, because the damned, the despised, and the disinherited deserve to have someone speaking on their behalf. And as a son of Trenton, as someone who cares about this community, I want to ensure that we're using our tax dollars and that the issues that are important are being spoken about Mm -hmm. in city hall. So how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, I'm 31. 31. I got elected when I was 30. Okay. You're 31. I I just want to take this mental note. You got, you still got your hair. Oh yes. I got my hair. Uh, Yo, it's funny. (laughs) I did see one gray hair. Uh, I I got a head full of them. I I saw one gray hair. I saw one gray hair and I was driving, looking in the mirror. Is that a gray hair? And it was a great hair. Yeah. But I haven't seen it again. Okay. Um, All right. And I've been using, I go to a, a beauty supply shop in Trenton called Paris Hair and Beauty. And uh, they make sure that I stay hydrated and, you know, I have mm-hmm. all my good stuff. You know, I'm glistening and all that good stuff. Ooh, I'm just checking right because light. we might not remember unless you see a photo, but when President Obama got elected, yeah. man, oh. and then from the time he left, those are two different men. <laughs> totally. totally. Two, two different totally. men. So I, I'm just taking a picture. Yeah, snap. yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm snapping it now. So when I see snap you in 10 years, <laughs> so when I see you in 10 years, yeah. Well, it's funny. I just saw a 
I just saw a YouTube video or something, some video on Facebook where they were talking about this brother in Texas who is like doing hair, like hair pieces for, for black men. I need that. Yo, it's crazy. Like, it looks like incredible. How like, I think I, I, seen, I think my man had, had, had a hairline. He had dreads and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. He had no hair in the middle. <laughs> hooked him up. That gave hooked him the dress that hanging there. <laughs> hooked him up. So 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 it if things legit. get you know my hairline's a little pushed back, but if it gets any farther, you know I'm calling a brother in Texas to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I got so you right. in the public eye and you saying this on camera. So oh, yeah. it's no shame. Oh no, nah, it's no shame. I think no once shame. you put it out. Can't nobody clown you. Yeah, you know, right. I, you I told you. I, I was put out there first. Do it. True politician. <laughs> it. Absolutely. True politician. I'm not <laughs> I don't lie. I'm telling you. Yeah. In five years, if you see me with Afro, you yeah. know where it came from. <laughs> you know where it came from. But it's it's um it's holiday season. Yeah. It's time to shop. What are we buying like this this holiday season? Like, what are you into? So so I am a tech person. I have everything you can think of. I, I have the headphones. I just got a new pair of Bose headphones. Uh, the new ones with yeah. the Siri and the... Wait, wait, wait. Bose got a Siri, Siri? edition? No, it's crazy. Mm. It's funny because my headphones were fine. And then I saw that this had a Siri and it was noise counting. <laughs> so what you doing with the other ones? Selling Yo, them? No, it's, it's just at home. So, collecting dust. Yeah, collecting dust. Selfish. Uh, so I have, you know, big screen TVs and... You sound anything. like a Jarrell. Yo, yeah, yeah, TVs. <laughs> yeah, big screen TVs. Anything. I tell you what I have gotten into. So I've gotten into the smart home. So mm. now I go in my crib and I say, Alexa, I'm home. And all Ooh. my lights turn on. Oh, that. oh that's all Texas. Yeah. It's awesome. I like it's that. Awesome. And I go to sleep. I say, Alexa, I'm going to sleep. And it turns on a particular radio show. It puts on a, uh, turns off my lights or dims the lights. Then it turn it off. I'm hating you right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's great. I check it out. It's awesome. And I also like um, clothes. You know what I mean? Mm. I like uh, Brooks Brothers and Ralph Lauren and Alan Edmonds. And, uh, I just get, like, I like quality stuff. Yeah. So I don't believe in getting cheap stuff. I believe in getting good stuff. Like, and last. Um, yeah, so, like, my briefcase, my duffel bag, my suitcase are all from this a designer called Toomey. And it's just a great designer. It's really good. It's classic. And so I like, you know, classic things that I can keep forever. And that's why I have a, uh, a MacBook or iMac that's from 2011. But it runs like it's new mm-hmm. because I believe in paying for quality and classic things. And so that's my... I don't know, because you didn't you didn't uh, uh, extend your warranty on those old headphones. No old headphones. Yeah, yeah, the headphones, they're just, <laughs> they're just collect, you know, collecting dust because I, uh, I saw the updated ones. And so I commute to Camden every day. I take the Riverline. And so you know, I want to make sure that I uh, am listening to music in a very good way. So that's why I got the new headphones. And I'm glad you brought that up because I want to segue into something. Uh, yeah. Payless played, played, played a trick. Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah. that. Payless played I a trick that. on their customers by changing yeah. their name to Payless C or something, right? Yeah. And basically, they sold their customers up to uh, a pair of shoes that cost up to 1100 yeah. that you could have bought from Payless for $35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not too mad at the customers. At the same time, the shoes is ugly. Yeah. I mean... They out here buying them Kanye West sneakers and all these other type yeah. of uh, uh, sneakers because of the price of the shoe. Yeah. Or who's selling um, it, whose name is on it. I I do it too, I'm not going to lie. If I'm at Best Buy and I see a TV, I love TVs too. Mm. And both of them are 4K, 20, 240 hertz, 
But one is a Samsung and one is a Polaroid. Mm-hmm. I might go, well, this is a Samsung. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pay $500 more. But that's smart. Listen, sometimes you got to pay the cost to be the boss. Absolutely. And the fact of the matter is certain brands are known for quality Qu- yeah. and mm-hmm. certain brands are not. So I remember when I was fresh out of college and I was broke as hell. And I would get, I was broke. I was making no money. I was working in Newark and I would go buy a pair of shoes and the shoes from, I don't know, Macy's were crap. Like they were crap. Like literally the holes would be in the shoes and they were just cheap. Now, on the other hand, the shoes I wear now, Alan Edmund, they're excellent. I mean, these shoes are like top of the line, <laughs> like they're excellent shoes. Like they're very, very good. How long you had them? I've had these shoes for probably like two years, but they're like really good shoes. And the name, and it's funny because it's cheaper to get Allen Edmonds and keep them for two years mm-hmm. than to go to Payless and buy a new pair of shoes every four months. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, as I mentioned, I like quality. If I wanted crap, like for a computer... I would get uh, a Microsoft. What do you call it? Like a, um, a Dell. PC. PC. A Dell. Mm-hmm. Like PC. a Dell. Yeah, Dell's a piece of crap. Now, on the other hand, I can get a Mac and keep it forever. And so that's why I believe in just getting quality, spending the money up front, because sometimes it's very expensive to be cheap. Yeah. I'll be honest. True, I'm just true, now true. learning that the sneaker game is not about, well, first off, I know that Payless has cheap quality. I've owned a pair to where you just walk in and then the little strings start popping Yo, out from the side. I get that. I always just thought that I shot for the beauty of the product. Yeah. So I see people walking around here with shoes that I wouldn't pr- purposely purchase, yeah. but they'd be like four or 500. I'm like, you yeah. paid that much for that, but yeah. they might be good quality. quality. Shoes. quality. Yeah, yeah. Very good. You can keep them forever. So, so I have shop- a pair of Nikes that I wear, you know what I mean? That are, mm-hmm. I don't wear many G- uh, sneakers, but when I do, I wear some Nikes and there's a reason why I'm not wearing, I don't know, what's a cheap sneaker? Vans. Vans. Spaldings. Spaldings, you know, or the Shaquille O'Neal sneaker. You know, nobody wants to wear that stuff because it's not well made. You start getting a shoe with a light in it, and the light goes off after the second day. (laughs) You know, it's just not a good look. Wasted your money. Wasted your money. So now you're going to be spending, but but $35 every week. Mm -hmm. And you might as well just bought you a pair of $100 sneakers. A shout out to uh, Payless for playing uh, tricks on their uh, customers. Did they get their money back? They got their money back. back. Got their money back. They got their money back. But, (laughs) bro, you walk into Payless. I got to take a percentage off the top of that. Somebody please tell me, somebody please show me a a pair of Payless shoes that you would buy for $1,100. They don't own a pair. But you know what's funny is that when you look at real quality, you generally don't see like a bunch of ostentation. Like you don't see a bunch of stuff. So when you look at my duffel bag, you wouldn't know it's a you know very expensive duffel bag. Mm-hmm. It's just made well. And so me, I like that understated stuff. Like I don't want to wear something that is Gucci, like and it has Gucci all over. All over like I look at my, you look at my wallet. Like this wallet is like a really good wallet. It's not like to the untrained eye, you would think, oh, it's just a wallet. But like. Nah, it's very well constructed. It's very well built. And so that's why I like to look at things that are not necessarily the brand. The brand has to represent quality, not mm-hmm. just the brand being a brand. You know, like I'm not going to buy a suit just because it's Brooks Brothers. Nah, I'm buying a suit because it rep- represents something that is quality and that, you know, is going to last me for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's like dope. you try buying a suit at Suit World and see where it is, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> 
and, and <laughs> you know, it'd be gone <laughs> six months. You know, dry clean, the button be falling yeah. off, and start changing colors. You know, I was having this conversation with a friend. No offense to people who buy suits or shoes. All offense. Oh, we put you oh, on game. Oh. We put you on game. <laughs> I was having a, uh, I was having a uh, talk with a friend of mine, right? Mm-hmm. And they were saying how they was upset because their employer dumped some work, extra work on their desk, mm-hmm. right? And huh. they were just like, well, you know, I don't, I don't get paid to do somebody else's work. Yeah. So my, so it, it was stuck in my head all week. So I was like, let's bring it to the podcast. Yeah. If your employer dumped somebody else's work on you, and let's say it's, it's a different, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, it's different from what you do. Yeah. Which means if I do do this work, I'm going to take something from it, probably add to my resume. Mm-hmm. Are we doing the work without saying, hey, are you doing the work or are you like, I'm not doing this until you compensate me? Well, it depends. So thank God for unions. I'm a big fan of unions. Mm. In my previous job, I was a part of a union. In my current job, I'm a part of a union. And the great thing about having a union is you can just say, I ain't doing that mm, shit. You got somebody mm-hmm. to fight for you. I, I'm not doing it. And African-Americans have the largest percentage of folks in a union. And that's very important for us because it protects us from people being unfair. Mm. So I think it should be up to you. If you don't Mm want to do it, then you shouldn't have to do it. If you're inclined to do so. If you work for a union. Yeah, if if you're in a union. If you're in a union. If you're in a union, you can just follow grievance. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, yeah. So so that's where it starts to become where African-Americans have to put up with bullshit Mm -hmm. because- they're, they don't have the protection of a union. They don't have the protection of folks who are going to look out and fight for their yeah, interests. stand up for them, And so yeah. sometimes they have to fall for the okey-doke to protect a job that is very tenuous. And so as a teacher, I'm all about helping young people. So if it's an extra opportunity for me to help somebody or that's something that is really needed to be done, I'll do it, but it's up to me. And I'm not going to be bullied or... I'm not going to be forced to do something that I want to do. If I do, you'll be hearing from my union rep. In fact, I am a union rep in my building. So, you know. So what about this, though? Right. You take Mm -hmm. on the work and you say, "Okay, I'm going to do it. And and you you become good at it. And then you go to your employer or you hope or you go to your employer a few months down the line and say, listen, Mm -hmm. not only can I do my job well, I can also now do this job well. Mm -hmm. Um, What's going what's good with a promotion? What about taking that route? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, I mean, do you have faith in that route, though? Faith well, in that well, route? Well, I think, I think that it all depends. It all depends. I think that you can't paint a raw brush because what happens is people start playing you like you sweet, mm-hmm. and then they actually mm. start using you. Yeah, and yeah, so they yeah. start looking at you as the person who is going to do all the extra stuff for free. Like, I'm not about that life. And people who are about that life generally find their kindness being mistaken mm-hmm. for weakness. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I would err on the side of caution and do the job that you're paid to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have the kind of relationship that you believe that your extra work won't be for naught, then by all means, do it. But if not, I would just say, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, it kind of remind me of um, just this this um, Friday. They tried to act, get me to work on Saturday. Yeah. And... I was just like, nah, I'm not doing it. 
And they try to come back and ask me different type of ways. Yeah. I'm like, I got plans. Yeah. Um, I'm not coming into work. They're like, well, what you got to do? And what time do you got to do it? And can we, get you business. To, can we get you to come in at this time? So, like, so what happens is, and what they would do is this. Once they know that they can punk you, mm-hmm. once they know that they can basically get you to do things you don't want to do, it becomes a continual yep. issue. They start doing the shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's better to nip it in the bud. Don't do it Sometimes at all. I'll just be saying no just because I can Yep. Like, I don't work at a union. Yeah, because I don't, I don't work for a Whatever union job. Whatever happened, just know. You yeah, know. yeah. No, I don't want to Right, because at first, when I because no. I ain't been working there that long, so it was like, nah, I can't. So that's your thinking, I to, right? Yeah. I, I, I got to impress y'all. Right. I haven't been working here this long, so if I say no, they probably won't come to me, or if I want something from them, they probably won't give it to me. Nah. But then it got to a point where I was like, nah, I can't, I can't do it. Nah, nah, and then, like, it was like, it was like somebody, like, one of the henchmen <laughs> came up and asked me, I was like, nope. Then a supervisor came up, I'm like, nah. Then he was like, what do you got to do? I'm like, I just can't come. I can't come to work. Yo, listen, this is the What about I don't want to come to work? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't want to come to work. No, no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. what I'm learning in politics. That's another thing I'm learning yeah. in politics. No and anything other than yes is no. That's what true. it is. If somebody that's true. That's true. Sentence. Sentence. Say that one more time. Run that back. <laughs> no and everything other than yes is no. It's a no. I don't have to explain myself. That's one good thing about being, you know, in my position. I get to vote on things. And I don't have to explain myself to anybody. That's love right there. I just, and, and here's the thing. I can do things based on what my constituents need. I had an opportunity to run into an angry constituent a couple of months ago. And she walked up to me, shaking her hand, shaking her finger. You got the Obama treatment yeah, uh, at the airport. Literally, uh. I, got, <laughs> I got the Obama treatment. I got it. And this woman walked up to me. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And she was really rude. Was she white? Yeah, yeah, she was white. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Good question. Count yeah, three hairs on your head, man. You're going to be bald soon. Yeah, she was. She walked up to me. Oh, you were wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I had to tell her. I said, hey. I don't wake up in the morning before I make a dis- decision and say, gee, I wonder what you think. Yeah, what you think, right? <laughs> I wonder what Jen would do <laughs> with your cup of joe in your head. I wonder, <laughs> I, wonder what, I wonder what she would do. But but I think that um, you, know, you definitely want to be accountable to your constituency because I'm going to be asking these people in four years to vote for me again. So I definitely mm. take into what they have to say into consideration. I de- definitely take their opinions and I definitely ask, but... At the end of the day, Just don't compromise your values. I'm not compromising my values. Yeah, That's yeah, something yeah. I didn't do. I'm not going to do, and I won't do. Piggybacking off of that, yeah, shouldn't no just be a sentence everywhere? Yeah, no, everywhere. I mean, why, why is no, no so bad? It's all, it got a negative connotation. Nah. If I say no to you, I'm, I'm a bad person. That's oh, first off, you're a bad person, and the why not? What do you, yeah. yo, what do you listen, mean? Why not? Here's another thing about politics, and this is something that I experience. Um, you're everybody's friend when you do what they want you to yep. do. Mm-hmm. You are the man mm-hmm. when you do what people want you to do. Now, the moment you don't do something, then you're a bad guy. This yeah. is life gems. Yeah. It is. Man. And so, and so what, you, what you have to do, <laughs> what you have to get into your head is you have to do things and understand that some people are going to like it mm-hmm. and some people won't and that you're making a decision for the right reasons. Right. And so you have to do that because if not, there's always going to be people who are not going to like something that you do. They're going to disagree with a decision that you made. And what I encourage those people to do, particularly the people 
who are really passionate and get really angry and, and really become irate and belligerent is that I encourage you to run for office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to put your hat in the ring so you, you sound can make real, You sound real impassioned. Yeah, yeah, so, so I want may, you may to get involved. You. It may be good. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> but, 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 but I encourage you to get involved mm-hmm. because some people just want you to be a mouthpiece. Some people just want you to do what they want you to yeah, do. Yeah, they want you to do that. I don't yeah. roll that way. Um, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you get a body here. So I'm yeah. your time. Um, but I just want to ask one question. You ain't got to answer it. Sure. What's up? What happened to the young lady you was talking about earlier? She it said, just didn't work out. Just didn't, oh, it just didn't she, work was out. she was she bad. bad. She was bad. She was bad. I will say this: as a politician, as a teacher, as a professor, as somebody who you know is active in the community, takes a lot of your time. Right. So I got a lot of phone numbers in here that. I haven't done a good job with responding to. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm out here doing the people's business. I'm out here trying people's to help Trenton. People's champ. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll get back to you. I promise. Because I got a whole bunch of phone numbers that I just do a bad job of just keeping in touch. Like, Are you, you, know, are you sure you want that, that on recorded? Oh, yeah, it's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad. You got to be true. I feel bad. got to be true. Listen, here's the thing. Actually, Doug Palmer told me this yesterday. Doug Palmer told me this yesterday. He said, I'm too old to lie. Absolutely. Because what happens is when you start lying, mm-hmm. you have to start remembering stories. And then you have to start remembering the way you said it and how you said it. Mm-hmm. So the truth is just easier to say. So True. I can say in my five months as an elected official, I have told the truth because I find that to be the easiest way to get things done. I tell the truth all the time, but especially in my functions and responsibilities as a city council person, I always try to stand firmly grounded in the truth. Last question that I'm going to let you go. Yes, sir. Uh, just piggybacking off what you just said. These, these questions just come into my head. Oh, yeah, for future man. relationship advice for yourself and yeah. for other politicians, is do you think that it's best to date somebody that's in the same profession? No, or, no? I wouldn't want my wife or my girlfriend anywhere involved in politics. Mm. You need that balance. Puts, I, gotta I have just, that balance. Because here's the thing. When I go home, I don't want to talk about Yeah, got to have that balance. When I go mm-hmm. home, like, and then, like, you look at the Bill and Hillary thing. It's a model that I don't think works because you start competing with each other. And so I want my wife, my girlfriend to be in something totally different. My ex-girlfriend was in public health. So I had no idea what public health was. I didn't know anything about it. And I liked it that way. So, that, <laughs> you know, she has her lane. I got my lane. And Y'all can meet in the middle. We can meet in the middle. Mm, okay. And plus, as a politician, you don't make a lot of money. And I want my girl to make a whole Facts. lot of money. Facts. So, so, so I'm cool with her lawyer, doctor, whatever, pharmaceutical, whatever. Uh, I prefer that because uh, one of us, uh, I'm doing the people's business and you ain't going to get rich doing that. Absolutely. So I need one of us to. So, uh, you know. Shout out to the women making big dollars. You know, I like that. So we got to let councilmen go. Yes. Um, we're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back, though. Me and the Don Macalicious. Good seeing everybody. But, um, yeah, Thank we'll be you. back. I'll be back. Hey, thanks for coming. Hey, you will be back. Episode 80, 114. Absolutely. 130. 130-something. <laughs> listen, listen. Trenton, I love you. And I'm going to count your great hairs. I'm working hard. I'm working hard on your behalf. And I just want you to pray for me, and I want you to vote for me in four years. And, Thank you very much. And count his gray hairs. Yeah, I got I got like <laughs> one over here, over here. But we'll that's be about back. It. All right, and we are back, man. Jarrell Blakely, councilman, has stepped away, but in the building we got 
DJ Big J, man. What's going on? From Not Safe From Work Podcast and The Town Podcast. What's good? Uh, Audio Fam Network. Support. Appreciate you coming through. What about it, baby? Um, Yeah. So let's get into it, man. Fresher fiasco, man. The Sandra Bland documentary will be released this Monday on HBO. Tomorrow. Fresher fiasco tomorrow. So when y'all hear this tonight, fresher fiasco. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fiasco. Fiasco because as it seems like that's all we get is documentaries. Mm. We don't get justice. We still don't know what actually really, really, really happened. But we're going to get a documentary that's going to come out just to piss us off. Just so we can be reminded that, you know, when the boys pull up next to you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I would want justice and a documentary, if a documentary is even necessary. More than likely, I want to know what really happened with Sandra Bland. So I'm going to go fiasco. Stop throwing his bones, man. Give us justice. I was gonna say I was gonna say fresh because um, then I broke it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you broke it down, <laughs> and it had me thinking about the Trayvon Martin documentary. And I was pissed. And I was, I was, I was. They hot. just made you watch yeah, it. And yeah, and I thought I thought I was gonna get something from, it, but what I got from it was the prosecution was horrible, and they're they're the reason why he got off, and it was nothing nothing we could do about it. So the documentary was just you know, but I am still gonna watch it. Um, Hopefully I don't get too upset, but you know, I, you know, you name me uh, one. I, I want to know. I want. I want. I'm going to get more information than I already had. So you name me one slavery movie, one documentary movie like that that ain't piss you off. Yeah, true. What you got, BJ? <laughs> <laughs> I think he changed his mind. Nah, <laughs> change you know what it is, yo? I'm gonna say, dang, I can't say both. See, yeah, so you kind of hey, like if it's you fresh and fiasco, fit. break it you down. It it's fresh and fiasco. First of all, is who's doing it? From whose perspective is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, it's fresh because to those who aren't aware or up on the situation, believe it or not, there are some people who still, um, they've heard about it, but they don't know too much of it. You get what right. I'm saying? Um, that it gives them a chance to look into it. It also gives the other side, the the others, the, the white folks or the people who, you know, the right. races, right. Uh, yeah. the red hatters, um, it gives them... You know what I mean? A look at seeing like, all right, put yourself in a situation or put one of your loved ones in a situation. Right. You know I mean, so it's, it's one of those, it's one of those, it's one of those fresh situations. Also for the younger, the younger generation, because it's now it's documented, it's out there. Yeah. So now it is is history lessons. And we need that. So ten years from now, that's a documentary that'll be played in school. Yeah, you know I mean, Lord willing, that situations change. You get what I'm saying? So it's something that's always documented. Fiasco, because like you said, is it's almost like a. a it's, it's a mush in the face. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, we know what happened. Now you just want to keep, you know what I mean, keep bringing it up. So it's, I, I, I get you guys' point of view. It's, it's almost like you know you know what happened. You know what's bad. You know what's not for us. You, you get what I'm saying? Like it's all negative. Like we know, we know, we know, we know. You get what I'm, I'm saying? I'm going to go. For- it's like knowing your girl cheated, but then seeing the text messages. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like it's, I know you, you just did. rubbing it in. Yeah, yeah, now you're yeah. yeah, you seeing the proof. So it's just like, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but. I'm going to go fresh and fiasco just like you. Because I'm if you actually it. think about it in, in the long haul, when we got history books, mm-hmm. can you imagine, you know, the people when. You know, these events happened at that time. They probably like, well, why? I don't want to read this. I just saw it mm-hmm. last week. But a few hundred years from now, people like us, we read the history books and we're reminded of what happened. Correct. So you're right. It might be, it might benefit the ones after us yeah, in a long and even run. the yeah, younger yeah. Mm-hmm. ones. But as far as us in this we're, table, we're in yeah. it already. We, don't, we in it. You're telling we're me something I already, already know. know. Like, Correct. 
So I did it. So I guess we all we on tiptoe on that fresh and fiasco. I think that was the first one where we That's, all kind of were just like, I'm glad to be a part of that. It's fresh and fiasco. Yeah. It's, it's the I'm making first history. One. I'm making history. It's the first one. Fresh and fiasco, man. I think I can pronounce this guy's name right. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Okay. Elon Musk. Elon. 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 E-L-O-N. He says, nobody ever changed the world working 40 hours a week, and he suggests to work 80 hours a week. Fresh or fiasco? I'm going to go with fiasco on that because it all depends on what 80 hours he's talking about. If you're working 40 at your job and then another 40 you know, on yourself, your business, your brand, what you got going on for yourself, I'll, I'll go fresh with that. But if he's talking about at your job, work 80 hours a week, straight fiasco. Nobody's doing that. I highly doubt he's... Cares about yeah, what you right, got going on. Exactly. Owner, right? So well, I don't know who he is. Well, we go, we gonna look him up. He, but he's wild. For this that. is why I need somebody to sit here and fact check me. He's wild for that. Yeah, he's wild okay. for that because I'm not working. If y'all no gonna Google it? His name is E L O N Musk. M U. My Google might not work too fast. But um. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going with fiasco on that. If he's talking about working 80 hours at your job. Let me see. Let me see. Let me I'm see. gonna go. Um. He he's the CEO of Tesla. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. I think uh, he might have been. He might have been talking about 80, 80, 40 hours on your job and forty hours on yourself because he built his own brand. Correct. So I think that's what he talking about. He had to have a job before. And the entrepreneur, in the entrepreneurial world, it's um because they tell you it's 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 the programming. I'm going to say on, on the same thing you said. Mm-hmm. If it's, if if he's talking about either eighty on your own brand. Or 40, 40, whatever, but must work a 40 on uh, forty at your job, 40 on your own brand. Mm-hmm. That is, is fresh. It's true. Like they say, Don't give work job 80 up. hours a week a couple of years to set your life up straight instead mm-hmm. of working 40 hours a week for the rest of your life. Yeah, you get true, what I'm true. saying? So it's, hey, man, it's, it, it's look at it, man. It's 10,000 hours, man. Like it's, it's, it's like, like in a, um, in a book, Outliers, 10,000 hours. They say everyone who is great at something put in 10,000 hours. So 80, 80 hours working, focusing on what you do that will support your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, fresh. I'm going to go fiasco because I don't really think he cares about um, what we do in our personal time. I think he's just like, let's put these people to work mm. 80 hours for our brand. Because you think about it. We talked about this with Republicans and Democrats. And I don't know if he's a Republican, but more than likely when you are the CEO of a luxurious company, mm-hmm. you're, you, you favor the Republicans assets, because yeah. of the laws that they grant for you. Not all companies. Not all companies, but to me... In my head, I'm going to assume you're a Republican until you prove me otherwise. And that might not be right, but that's you. That's me. So with that being said, they want, you know, and like I said, we just talked about this, about doing more work and doing somebody else's Mm -hmm. job. They want you to do double the work because they don't feel like they have to bring in more employees. That's more insurance they got to pay out. That's more money they got to pay out. So we just want the people that's already here to put more work in. And that's the type of time I think he's on. But if he's, but if he is talking about work forty for a company and forty on yourself, that is a beautiful idea. And forty for myself would be, you know, gym, kickboxing, producing, and all of those natures yeah. into one. You know, and I think that if I actually did get it as close to forty as possible, I think we all be sharp if we mm-hmm. actually use that time. Yeah. Because you're becoming uh, a master or something, man. You putting you putting the putting them hours in. Putting them hours. And you, you think know? that because at my job when I walk in it's dark. When I leave, it's dark. Yep. I gotta, I gotta retrain myself to be like, I still got plenty of time for me. Plenty of time. Plenty of time for myself. So, bro, people, fucking robots. Mm-hmm. We see videos every day. People keep talking this fifteen dollar minimum wage and all of this shit. 
Even a common, a common mind, anyone will know if I'm paying 100 employees $10 an hour and now I got to raise everybody $5? Nah. No, it's bring, not happening. Go ahead and bring in these 75 robots. <laughs> <laughs> bring bring in yeah. these 75 robots. Y'all better be working on your brand now. We're going to let 25 of y'all stay. You get what I'm saying? It's, hey, listen, all these CEOs out here, they, they want you to over, they want you to over. You absolutely, absolutely. You, you see how Amazon, you see how Amazon yeah. is? Talk to anybody that's worked at Amazon. Anybody. This shit is crazy. <laughs> Fresh or fiasco? And this is a goodie. Kawhi Leonard signs a deal with New Balance. Fresh or fiasco? I'm going to go first on this one because I'm just so confused. <laughs> he has not made a tweet since 2015. He does not own an Instagram account. He has zero personality. If I'm New Balance and I want to put my foot in a market, a la um, what Steph Curry shoe uh, sneaker brand Under Armour, Under right? Armor, yeah. And we all laughed at that. But Steph Curry, kids love Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best player in the league the last ten years. You can argue that makes sense. But New Balance, known for the white sneaker with the N on the side. Mm. Chooses Kawhi Leonard to lead them into new pasture. Fiasco. I don't get it. <laughs> to the promised land. I don't get it. You want Kawhi Leonard to lead you to the promised land? Please explain to me. Because when you think about New Balance, you're going to clown on, right? At least have an athlete that can carry it. Did, did we even know that he was part of the Jordan brand? No. Because nobody's rocking the Jordan Kawhi Leonard's. If you are, you didn't know. You thought you thought they was Jordans. Yeah, it crossed my path once. Nobody's wearing well, anything yeah. outside of Jordans that's a part of Jordans, bro. You're not wearing no mellows. <laughs> <laughs> name 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 five basketball players that signed under Jordan. I think that as far as regular Russell athletic Westbrook. wear, but, but, but listen though, I think Mello. I think out of athletic wear, no. But if you're playing ball, you might cop you a pair of mellows. I'm just saying to play ball, not to just rock. Nobody's yeah. rocking mellows right now. Um, in December, he had on the a couch. wave. He had he had he had a little wave. He had a little wave. I give that mellow when mellow kicks. This was back when I was work. I was assistant manager at uh, finish line. He had a little wave, but then you had to combine. You had to mm-hmm. get, take a Jordan retro and give yeah, it the mellow just... name because of the color. I'm gonna say based on New Balance brand. Maybe that's who they Everybody are. in the hood has had a pair of New Balance. I think it was the 50, five, not, uh, 590s. I think. Every, every, I, I remember I, yeah, that, I I remember that wave that. also. When, when they used to have different colors, all types of different. I still got a pair, a pair of them. Though. I, I, I like four. Yeah, I still got a pair now. The, being the face of the brand, I'm... <laughs> That's the hard. That's the hard part. For the way though. That's the hard part. <laughs> nah. Of the basketball world, nah. But if he on some fashion stuff, because not even him. They be having. You know, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fiasco. I'm gonna go fiasco. I'm gonna go fiasco. I don't. I don't want to have to explain why I'm going fiasco. But I'm going fiasco. I think it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yo. I think we, yeah. I think, listen, Kim Bella had on New Balances when Jewels proposed. Everybody wears New Balances. I get that. But on the basketball court? Right. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. Nah, absolutely. But is Kawhi that player to bring him out, though? 
No. 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 Kawhi. It ain't about it ain't about whether he, he tweets, has to go to LA next year. Whether he, whether he's on Instagram or anything. He has to go to LA next year. What is he gonna say though? I wear new balance. It's that no. No. Hey yo, yeah. did you hear the story how Nike lost Steph Curry? I heard it, but I don't remember. You got a fresh memory because I know it was I think it was the I think it was the scripture. And the pitch that they the 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 uh slideshow that they put together for him, they used for another athlete. Had a different uh, athlete's name. Ooh. Mm. So Ooh. everything was Steph Curry. Everything was Steph Curry, well, but got on a little fine, that last little fine print. It was another it was another player. Ooh. Read the fine print. It's imperative. Ooh, savage. Yeah, him, him, him and his agent got up and walked out. I would too. Yeah. You're not and, gonna disrespect. And then Under Armour gonna throw me 30, 300? Yeah. And, and you put the scripture on the sneakers? Son. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Let me tell you something. What's Steph Curry just signed? 200 mil? I got a $300 uh, sneaker deal. Had previous uh, contracts before then. Shout out to Steph. He ain't missing no mills, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I think we all got fiasco on that. Fiasco. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I want to touch on something real quick. And I'm, I'm going to get y'all good brothers out of here, man. But it's the Christmas season. Yeah. But there seemed to be a lot of controversy going around Christmas specials. The Charlie Brown Christmas has come under fire. Um, I think, um, what's the black kid's name? Because I don't really watch Charlie nah, Brown. Nah, nah. But apparently the the scene, it was actually a Christmas special where the kid is actually sitting by himself and everybody's like unified on the other side. So you got that um, situation. You got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer being called problematic where the Rudolph has to wear a cover over his nose to fit in with the other reindeers. And there's a scene in the show where the father rejects the mother's help because it's a man's job. Christmas story. Bruh. TB, wait, 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 wait. Christmas story. Wait, wait, wait. The Christmas the story. Christmas story. The Christmas story, TBS is threatening or possibly will not air because of the bullying scene. I watch that every, I watch that every year. TBS probably won't air it because of the bullying scene. What about scene. TNT? I thought it only came on TBS. I'm, I know, but you go to a different network. Well, I don't know. <laughs> what are our thoughts on this? Um, like I say, Christmas is under fire. Can, can, can I? And I think that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer came out in like the 60s. Can, can I? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can, can I? Can... America needs to chill, chill. the entire oh, fuck out. Goodness, yo. Too sensitive. Mm. This is the problem with kids now. Mm. This is the problem with people now. Social media and people's Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. They need to chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they really need to chill the fuck out. Like, on some real shit. Like, it's be- it's becoming too sensitive. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the bullying scene. Teach a kid stop being a pussy. Mm. Like, it's uh, don't hit back. No. I had to talk with somebody else. We were talking about kids hitting each other back because of bullying. Create your paper trail now. Mm-hmm. Listen, teach. Drell hit me. Oh, you'll be all right. You guys are just playing. All right. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Why'd yep. you hit Drell? Because I told you the first time you hit me. And you, you ain't doing anything listen. about it. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, oh, we're not going to air a great show. Like it's it's a tradition a, from some. It's a tradition yeah, for some people. I, I watch it every year. I oh, you're not because of the bullying scene? He fought back. He fought back. He got his head. But Ralph, not Ralphie. What was, what was his name? I don't know what my man name was. Ralphie the was that watching it was last the, year. The, 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 the dude that Ralphie beat up. You could, something is wrong. Yeah, he's. Uh, you you yes, can't keep I a just, shuffle and you just. You can't keep a shuffle? 
What you Something is wrong with you, bro. Listen, I'm man. Here. I don't know what it is. All right, so the Rudolph story. <laughs> the Rudolph story. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's... He had a red nose, so he couldn't fit in with all the reindeers. But now he's the fucking lead. Yeah. He's the lead reindeer. It was, it was a good story at the right. end. Right. And that's, that's the thing. That's everything. Yeah. That's fucking everything. And now the Charlie Brown shit. All right. I kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I got nothing for you, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Why y'all leave my man on the yeah. side? <laughs> there was no happy ending to that. <laughs> but it is what the fuck it is, man. America is too fucking soft. Yo, you you can't, like, like he's saying, you can't really, you can't turn a blind eye to it. Um, it's, it's, it's what's happening, but you got to find ways around and find ways to deal with it. But taking the stuff off the air is not helping. It's putting a Band-Aid on it. It's not, it's, not adjust, it's, not, it's not adjusting anything. Yeah. It's I not mean, doing anything for this situation. I, I didn't look at that bully. I looked at the bully and seen like, it's about time. It's about time he hit back his mom saying, it's okay, don't, don't hit back. And she even came and got him. You know what I'm saying? But everybody was happy. Yeah, yeah, everybody was happy when it happened. So I just think, man... We can, we can learn. We can learn from it. That's instead what of, needs to happen. Yeah, instead of snatching it away and just forgetting about it, like they try to do it all our history, just forget about stuff. We, we take it and we learn from it. We do something about you it. You just made a good point because they are really trying to take away with the history, our history, yeah. and they're trying to take away that type of history. And I think that in 2018 going forward, the narrative needs to be. They're trying to create the narrative that. It should just be all love for one, which we would love, but that's just not reality. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Christmas story didn't create bullying or uh, being problematic. Nah. They're telling true stories. Yeah. And they're also showing you that the good person wins at the end. Correct. You know, so there's nothing wrong. So for them to have a bullying scene, guess what? That's real life. Mm-hmm. There's real life bullies in school. And the... Christmas story might have showed you a certain way how this person handled it. Mm-hmm. That, that might not be the best way. Rudolph, like you said, Jay, is now the lead reindeer. Mm-hmm. And if you see any reindeer slay, the reindeer homies up. With if, you, if you see any reindeer slay to this day, and Rudolph not in the front, we got a problem. Yeah. Exactly. Where's Rudolph? He got songs. <laughs> yeah, Comet don't got songs. Dasher don't. Nah, <laughs> they get mentioned. They get honorable mentions. Is Rudolph? The, you feel me? Did you hear? <laughs> did you hear about the Lion King? She bad too. She ain't cutie. Um, sorry, <laughs> y'all. you look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, shorty. Did you hear about? Did you hear about uh, the Lion King? About uh, Scar being dark skin? Nah, hell no. Okay, well, what is? It? They're leaving. Be prepared out. I heard about that Scar song. Yep. But here's my thing, though. Here's do my you know why? Why? Well, why? Because the end when they were marching, it looked like the not the Nazi, not Nazi. The, yeah, the so how do you feel about that? Though? Oh, can't they take that part out though? <laughs> They took. Apparently, they are. I'm saying you no, can't no, no, take no, 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 that no, 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 no. I'm saying the song. If you don't want them to march, can you make it look they're, different? They're remaking. But, you know what I'm saying? Correct. So make it look different. Don't make it look like the Nazis, German Germans doing their thing. Don't make it look like that. Did any of us peep that when we watched the movie though? No, no, I didn't. Peep, I didn't. I was singing the song. Oh, yeah, that's my. Oh, he's about to go down. Like, be proud. I keep it a book. No, I saw no, the beginning. La, 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 la. <laughs> I saw the article where it said a song is missing and it's got everybody mad. In my head, before I clicked on, I said, "Well, it better not be Akuna Matata. Mm, it better not be that ain't controversial. I can't wait to be king. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't know why exactly. they was removing it. So to me." Scar song is official, but I think that the four that they have was my four favorite ending. Mm-hmm. So I ain't bugging. At the same time, why they're why they're touching that? It's these millennials, man. It's whoever it is these days who's peeping it, and they on song. Oh, this is problematic. It's this not is, for y'all. This, this is homophobic. <laughs> this is this is y'all. Anybody bringing it? Y'all bringing y'all kids? Is I don't know. Like 
Well, my daughters are older, so yeah. they, they might they've been, they've been watching it with me. I'm looking at people weird. Yeah. Here's my thing. I'm going to see that shit at like 10 o'clock, bro. They can Night. come. <laughs> they can come if they want, but the Lion King is for us. Mm-hmm. Lion King ain't for facts, y'all. Facts, facts. I don't know. not for nope. y'all. Lion King's not for y'all. Shit, no. Speaking no. of that, though, and I want to touch on this as well. The Black Panther got a lot of backlash when it came out because of how great it was. Well, I'm glad you won that type of time. Because how good it was. Because it was like, oh, you can go see the Black Panther. You can go see this. And why is the Black Panther was, getting all this attention? How you getting the reason we don't want to see the Sandra Bland story, or y'all don't want to see it, the same reason nobody wanted to see the Trayvon Martin story. It just Martin pisses story. you off. It makes you don't mad. Nobody, like, I'm, I understand history. I, I understand that. We need to learn history. Blase, blase, blah, whatever, whatever, whatever. This is entertainment. I'm not paying to go be depressed. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait for it to come out on TV when I want to feel edu- not feel when I want to educate myself or mm-hmm. re-educate myself or if I'm in, if I'm in that energy and I want to find I don't want to you get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's not my choice. I'm not going to go. Let me go. be entertained. That's the fucking problem. People don't understand it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was created to entertain. So here's my thing. If y'all thought that the line, if y'all thought that the Black Panther was something, wait till the Lion King yeah, this come about out. to be. Right. Listen, that's going to shut down. Everything. So once again, if you hate it, how we love the Black Panther and how we didn't support mm-hmm. other movies that should have been supported, you're going to hate. I just think it's stupid because we, we talk about being together, right? That does nothing but cause division. So if I'm going to go see, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to tell people I'm from Wakanda, <laughs> but they don't, they say, well, you ain't from Selma, like that's causing tension right, between right, two right. of us. It's causing division. It's people are too fucking like, yeah, like. Yo, relax. It's okay man. to go to sleep. A, you don't have okay. to be that woke. Every, everything doesn't require a woke response. Exactly. How long have you been woke man. today? Exactly, yeah, right, man. Like, bro, chill the fuck out. I know you need eight hours of sleep, right? <laughs> but you don't. You don't. You don't understand <laughs> the underlining. Uh, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what kind of baby? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A fictional, oh. a fictional character, and all. It's like, all right, bro. entertainment. You got to hit him with the wasn't that Umbak? Umbaku? Mm. Oh, you done. <laughs> oh, you done. Nah, you got to oh. go for it. Yeah. Oh, you, you done. done. Fire, Shut man. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that right now. All right, man. But that, nah, that's, yo, that's crazy, though. But nah, I'm, I'm very upset that it's now. Okay. Uh, I'm upset. Like, we're, we're looking. We're, 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 now we're digging too fucking deep. Mm-hmm. It's entertainment. Like, we're digging too deep. It's, it's, oh, we can't air this because of that. Or you can't do that. We got to take this. Back to what you now. said about it's, being too sensitive. It's too sensitive. Being too bro. sensitive because somebody's going to catch it and then it's going to, they're going to tell the world, it's going to spread like wildfire. Now have everybody thinking, oh, yeah, he might be right. I'm taking that out. We're raising no, our man. kids to be pussies. Yeah, no, and, um, no. you know, just like I was saying, if you guys are remaking the movie, you can remake the scene. You don't have to march Nazi yeah. style, if that was even the case. Now, Everything in the Jungle Book wasn't like it was in the cartoon. Right. But who 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 wrote? Is the um the Lion King written and produced and directed by a black? I don't think it is. I think the Black Panther was the first of its kind. Yeah, right? I think so. So I don't know who wrote uh the Lion King, but it's kind of like a black movie. So I don't know if they kind of snuck it in there. I don't know. But at the, end, at the end of the day, they can recreate that scene. They can recreate, yeah. definitely can That's recreate all they got to do. Now, my question is for the people who've, who've seen it on Broadway, is that scene in Broadway? Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, is that scene in Broadway? People- I think that song's still in there. The song definitely got to be in there. This is the first time that I've heard that it's been being removed. So it's got to be live, yes. performed live, Broadway, and all of that. People had a problem with Hamilton. 
I never would say him. I know they, they, they got all, like, it's diverse now. Got black people nah, on cause everything. because they're rapping. Mm. Yeah. I've I've heard people have an issue with that. Of course, culture appro- uh, was it appropriation or a, pre- a culture appropriating is now the new word of 2018 and moving forward. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. It's, um, it's, and it's, it's only going to as get worse. far as the Lion King, um, the Christmas specials. Like me, I've always said this on my shows. One of my superpowers is understanding why somebody did something. It could be the worst thing, but I can be like, I kind of get why you was doing it. And I get, I get why you guys are doing this, but it we don't agree. Don't make sense, especially like Jay said, Charlie Brown. We get it. We I get it. But as far as the Christmas story, as far as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the Lion King, and things going forward where, okay, maybe there was a Nazi march. But guess who Guess who won at the end? The eight, good guys. Eight o'clock. Eight you o'clock. won a Nazi march? The good guys still won. Everything ain't fucking rainbows and sunshine. Nope. Life is not. I know. All I know is 8 o'clock, December 24th, TBS, I want to be watching the Christmas story. You think so? I want to be watching. BT, pick that up. It. BT, that's good. Man, <laughs> sure, y'all pick up everything. Else, bro. <laughs> bro, hey, yo, have y'all watched the war show? No, no, no I, that I, shit I, is on BT, MTV, MTV Jams. It's everywhere. I think I stopped watching it when I saw 106 and Park um, host oh. at MTV. I said, "Oh no, it's yeah, over. it's over, bro." I'm telling you, we not you. even beefing no more. Listen, yo, nah, what? listen, understand something. BT, pick up the Christmas story, pick up the Charlie Brown shit, pick up Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, whatever. You got his back. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, just, just, just pick it up. It's, yo, that shit is crazy, yo. Why are we, like, why are we even having this discussion about this? Why are we even, you know what I'm saying? Why is this even a topic? You know what it is? Because it, it, every is getting worse. Every everything It is, is getting get, worse. It's getting worse. 2019 is not going to be good. Because now is you can't say certain shit, mm-hmm. you can't do certain shit, you can't um, just everything is now going to be looked at like kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just weird. Like I, I don't, I don't want to see the Kareem Hunt video. You didn't see it? No, yeah, I seen it. It happened in February. We're in, we're in December. And the video, December, made me November. Mad. The, the video made me mad. Not saying he was right for what he did. But I think I, I to be honest for for the for the punishment he got like I was telling him I don't think he did enough. But not to bring that up, not to yeah, of course, course, but, but now it's it's almost like we can't speak on certain shit because mm-hmm. not it's not just one person that you're gonna have an issue with. You get what I'm saying? It's not two people. We have a platform. You're gonna get backlash for everybody. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. Give it two weeks. Rick Ross is going to get some shit for his last line on Meek Mill album. I got to listen to that again. I didn't hear it. He got something for He got Purple some shit hair for going to have them faggots on your back. Just because of that F word, they're going to tear oh, Rick yeah. Ross up. He got some heat for talking about putting something in uh, a, a person's drink. Oh, the, yeah, uh, the, ain't even know it. He lost the Reebok deal. But yeah. I think got, he lost the Reebok deal, but once again, it was one of those situations where you can't. Yeah. We knew what he meant. Mm-hmm. Even though it was fucked up, like I mean, put Molly on the champagne. She ain't even know it. Bad line, bro. Yeah, horrible, horrible line. Whoa, whoa! Your engineer was supposed to stop. <laughs> no, yeah. no, we can't run no, that. No, you get what I'm saying? No, it's just like what they were saying with Kanye. Kanye had to have somebody walking with him, pluck him in his fucking forehead. No, you can't say that. Right? Mm-hmm. Just, mm, shut up. Like Ti said, he just needed someone to 
articulate it for him. Right, Rick right. Ross shouldn't have said that line. Now, I'm pretty sure they're going to jump on him because you you can't, if you don't agree with it, you're homophobe. Yep. If you say a certain word wrong, you're homophobe. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't speak on uh, things women go through because we don't understand a woman's body. But women do it all the time to us. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's It's... You stepping into a portal right now, Ooh, yeah, brother. Ooh, but it's like it's it's you can't it's now you can't say your. I if people understood what go through my mind sometimes, I, everyone would be mad at me because this is not the time for because it's not it's either not the time or prime example Charlemagne. Charlemagne said what he said. If six nine beats these charges, I suck his dick. Yeah. Pause. Pause. Super pause. Super pause. I think I know pause, what he meant by that. Yeah. Meaning it's never going to happen. He's not going to beat these charges. Thank you. Extreme. But I'm yeah. not. But why is he saying yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? Yes. We get it. Extra. We get it. He's now, not beating these charges. And if he do, no way. Now listen to the Joe Burr podcast, and I bring this up a lot. It was just like Charlemagne has a lot of hats. Facts. Is he an activist? Is he a uh, is he being radio personality? Is he being a podcaster? Is he being an author? It's what is he doing? So now, depending on what you're doing, being an entrepreneurship and just working for yourself or being a creative, you can't have a certain opinion because now you risk threat of losing business or losing followers, losing fans. Mm -hmm. So if I say, if I say, oh, well, what Charlemagne said was cool because we knew what he meant, then now you got the super homophobic brothers, nah, you don't joke like that. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. You have other people saying, yeah, you know I mean, oh, is he clowning gay people? Is he, you get what I'm saying? Or you have people already accusing him of being gay. I listened to his book. And he even, like he, if you know Charlemagne, Charlemagne's going to say whatever he wants. Right. Regardless of the backlash, he's going to say whatever he wants. Everyone has, everyone's entitled to an opinion. But now it's just like, you have a lot to lose you, there's a potential for you having a lot to lose because you voiced your opinion, which you have every right to. Mm-hmm. But and then you have people telling you don't do that because you're this. Oh, you can't say that because you have a New York Yankees hat. You represent the Yankees. You can't say how you really feel. It's, it's, so you got to take it. It's going to get there. And Charlemagne been receiving back, backlash ever since that um, situation came up with where they said he um, sexually assaulted the woman. So I think he should Which know. Which he talked about in his book. But the he, first book. He talked about it, right? And he got swept under the rug. But the second that it gets to some the second that it gets to certain people and they put fire to it, like we be like, bro, I told you. But I told you about mm-hmm. it. But so you're not paying attention. When it reaches, but just but just like we we're saying, the root of the red nosed reindeer, Charlie Brown, and the, the Christmas story has been out for a long time. It's been in our face. Then reached the right people. When the right people watched it, they set fire right. to it. Now it's just like, now we all, now the narrative is being changed. We like, man. And that's what, with Charlemagne, I tried to beat y'all to it. I'm telling y'all, this is what happened. And then it went on blind, uh, deaf ears. And then a group of people got to it. Charlemagne's a rapist. Mm-hmm. Like the fire alarm goes off. So when a certain, a certain people grab something, it's a rap. That's what I mean. And that's what I mean. Like people, we, we. It's yo, it's crazy, yo. People got these cults out here, these cult followings, and it's it is bad. Like I get yelled at all the time. Shout out my man Iron Mike. Iron Mike will Iron Mike will pluck me on my forehead mm-hmm. through text message every time I speak on marriage on my Facebook. He was like, yo, bro, you can't voice your opinion on marriage and you're expecting people to book you to DJ their wedding. 
my views on your marriage and my views on DJing is completely different. Right. But people it's are two so hacks. fucking stupid that they can't. Uh, they can't. They can't separate the two. You know what I'm two saying? I hats. wouldn't I'm say DJing. stupid, but do you do you do know who's picking? Like, see, for us as men in marriage, right, and women in marriage, more than likely is the bride. The bride. Yeah. So if you have negative views on something that she thinks the world of. It's going to, so I, I, I get what DJ Mike is playing. Now, if I was picking you, if the grooms was picking you, we ain't paying attention to what you're saying. Is the, is the track list dope? Bring it in. Correct. Yeah. But the bride, the bride wants to know. Yeah. She wants everything to go around her. Like she marrying her oh, you don't get, too. You know, I don't feel the love from him. <laughs> and I get it. Like, I, I get it. I understand <laughs> it. But it's almost like it's it's crazy. So now it's like, you know what I mean? Like a, like Drake said, a wise man once said nothing at all. Mm-hmm. So it's, like it's going to get people, to that point where us as men won't be able to say, us straight men, straight men mm-hmm. won't be able to say a thing. Can't say shit. It's getting there. We can't say shit. Unless we're critiquing ourselves. And that's kind of like where the podcast brothers is at, to where like we're critiqued men, fathers. We won't really go into that avenue of, well, women shouldn't do that and women shouldn't do mm-hmm. this unless there's a woman here to answer that. Because, you know, I've been there where we'd be called dumb jocks. We don't know what we're talking about. Or we cutting y'all off because y'all don't know what you're talking about. For example, um, we haven't touched on this, but I'm pretty sure we have been, um, vic- not victims, but we have done it. You've done it. Everybody's done it. Call women females. There's something going on where there's a group of women um, across the United States who don't want to be called females. I, you heard about yeah, this? What's my that, what's my, my old manager at T-Mobile, he don't like when I call females females. But, what's, what's that about? Well, um, I can't truly break it down, but mm-hmm. it's about um, I can't really truly break it's it like down. Disrespecting? Right, so, no, 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 it's disrespect. All right, so the way that he explained it is female. Fe- the word female is has been used. On things that have holes. Yeah. So like the mic cord. So um, this cord right here is, is a, a male female, a female, female yeah. XLR. Yeah. Because it has holes that the pins inside this mic, inside. it goes inside. Your electrical outlet. That's called a female electrical mm. outlet because it has holes. So, so now it's, it's objective. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, wow. But once again, it's one of those things that are separate. It's one of those separa- yeah, separations. Like we've been programmed male, female. Male, male mic. Mm-hmm. I need a female, a female XLR to go into a male microphone. Male, male, we don't they don't say it, but yeah. it's going to a mic. I just need a female XLR. Male because it has pins. So I, I need a male, male to female XLR. One side has pins, the other side has holes. Now, can it's, you imagine? Can you imagine us starting a podcast two, three episodes in, and we talking about females? People are listening to us calling us dumb, homophobic, problematic jocks. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we don't know that that's a word that doesn't be used. Because I've asked women in the city of Trenton, "How you feel about being called a female?" And they like, "Bro, that's what I am." So it's not for everybody. I've asked them. People are just too fucking yeah. woke. Too woke. Because somebody I'm, in Ohio. That's the first time ever hearing that. Somebody, like, somebody in Ohio would be like, yo, Donovan's a problem. He's like, I'm not listening to their show because they use the word female. And that's what, and that's actually what's going on with basically men based or uneducated. I wouldn't say uneducated because once again, if we're in the city of Trenton and I'm asking the women around here, how do you feel about the word female? And they go, well, that's who I am. And they looking at me like, where'd you get that dumb yeah, why shit would you, from? Yeah, why would you ask They looking that? at me like, like bro, don't ask me no dumb ass questions like that. It's like the term bitch. Bro, we spent our whole lives trying to watch that. I shouldn't call a bitch. Yeah. Now it's, wait a minute. I've heard people say they'd rather be called a bitch. 
than a female. That's where we're at. That's where we're That's at. That's crazy. That's where we're at. I've um, I've I've had to talk dudes not off the ledge, but I have I've had to explain myself to some dudes up north because I would say bitch a lot. And it did not it'd be cool, it'd be mm-hmm. cool, nigga laugh. Like, listen, bro, you don't call me bitch like four times. I ain't gonna take too many of your bitches. I'm just like, I'm not calling you a bitch. I'm just saying. It's just where I'm yeah, from. Well. We bitches a is a is a noun, it's a bro. Noun. Just like additive is a person, place, a thing. It's a, it's a whole so. thing. I can say bitch in the a full sentence ten times, and each bitch meant something else. Yeah. But then, like he's saying, is is as a some people feel being called. My manager he used to hate it. I would say yeah, these females, women, Jay, mm-hmm. women, female. They're women, Jay. To me, they're the same. And you don't mean no harm. I don't mean no harm. But I'm a male. She's a female. Female. Like, would you rather me call her a bitch? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. But no, but it's just like, it's what I'm used to. I'm female, female. But I get it. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to be called a female, tell me. Don't disrespect me. Yeah. I ain't no female. How supposed to know? You want to know something that's (laughs) wild, too? You want to know something that's wild too? On the male side, a lot of guys don't like to be called bro. How? But that's but that's the thing. But you don't know that because you're like, yo, bro, what's good? All right, you ain't gotta. I'm not your bro, right? You, mm-hmm. you ain't gotta be nasty, but if that's not your thing, that's not your thing. There's some men who don't like to be called bro, but you wouldn't know until you actually say it. Yeah. Well, that's like you. You wouldn't want to be addressed as bro when you getting service from a black man. We had this conversation. No, no, but I'm saying like us, like a regular conversation. We're not being serviced. We're not being nowhere. But if somebody's just on Facebook, like, yo, hey, yo, bro, where can I find your podcast at? They might just, it, it's just that. You can find it, but don't, you ain't got to call me. Yo, don't bro. call me, bro. Like, I've seen it. And it's I, like, you really it, don't it know. Is, I understand. And then it, 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 it's a long list. It's, it's really subjective. It's, 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 it's a long list. But I definitely, it's a, it's a who you are, what knowledge you have. I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, but, but what I was saying was, if we were to start a podcast, and like I said, we'd be on episode four, there would be listeners who would turn us off because we're using our that language instead mm-hmm. of reaching out and saying, hey, we don't like that term no more. They were just so quick to tell us that how dumb we are and how full of crap we are instead of saying, hey, listen, this is why we don't like this word no more. Mm-hmm. But they, that, all that, they'll do is that's just, that, that's that just turn this off because these guys are just... Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yo. I, I, I asked Bree. I asked Bree that question. I said, I asked, I asked Bree, I was like, why do women... I, 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 women give off that thing like they're always right. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's almost like it's weird. Like it's just like, oh, you can't call me female no more. Or you can't call us female no more because this X, Y, and Z. It's just like... Like we're stupid. Like we're 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 like men are really stupid. I really believe a lot of women think men are stupid. Look at it like this. I don't know if it's stupid, but look at the hashtags that's going on. My turn, me too type of things, right? What? My turn. That's a hashtag? her turn. Her turn. It was something like that. It was just like I, I don't quote me on it, but basically what I'm saying is I think that women are under the impression that men have gotten away with so much. Just shut up now. We're going to it's dictate. We're going right. We're going to dictate what's happening. So regardless of what your beef is, Bree or to, in, in the way Bree or anybody else walking here, which is like, you know what? We're just not listening to y'all right now. We're going to dictate the rules. So don't call us this. Don't talk to us that way. And we could just be like, yo, I I was raised that way. Like, Bitch. <laughs> I just think I think that's the type of time we on. Right, we might crazy. we might make all the sense in the world. All right, I'm just not gonna talk but to you. They don't want to hear nothing. It's they rules, female. but they want us to talk. They want us to. I don't want to. I don't want to go dip down down this um, rabbit hole. But they 
if they want us to talk and we say something they don't like, just correct us in a humble way. But I don't think that that's the. I don't think they that's don't what some that of them ability. are doing. They're not, not doing, to say all of them. I'm ladies. I'm not saying all of y'all, but the ones that it's, it's okay to be asleep a little bit. Like you don't have to be too woke. Like it's it's all right. I understand. Women have gone through so much. Women get this shit from women. I've never, ever have heard a dude, like, not to say downplay a woman, without a woman downplaying a woman first. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Women, I will get, I will get it from certain women. Oh, why you talk to her? That bitch ugly. You feel she's ugly. I don't feel she's ugly. I don't fuck with her. She's a hoe. Thank you for the information. Mm-hmm. Now you, get, you get what I'm right, saying? Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Oh, she the hoe of the crew. You get what I'm saying? Oh, you get what I'm saying? Because you just burst in my bubble. I'm chilling with the girl. I think the world, if I think she's dope, but then you come along. Why you talk to her? You but that's your dope. opinion of her. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, it's women down women. It's... But here's what I'm telling you, though. It's not meant to make sense for us. I hear what you're saying. Right. You're absolutely I'm, correct. I don't know if, they, if the camera catch me the way I'm looking. I'm stuck. I'm just They're probably like, going to they tear me up. So I know they're going to tear me up. Listen. I lo- listen, I love women. I, I love women. I love women. I love y'all. I love y'all. But damn. Like, not all of us are bad. You it's, not, it's not meant for us to understand at this point. You would really have to be on some following their movement just because. Like, there's a lot of men out there that I think just follow the movement because they don't want any altercations. There's no way you can fully understand what mm-hmm. they're going through. Or just shut the fuck up. Or just shut up. Shut or, the fuck up and dribble. But shut the fuck up and DJ. When you a podcaster... <laughs> I'm scared, so I don't get fired. When you a podcaster, just keep it light, man. And like I say, that's why when we talk on the podcast, brothers, we're more than likely going to talk about fatherhood, mental health. That's something to do with us. And we won't touch on something yeah, make that it we personal. don't know nothing about unless the woman or the other party is here. But that's crazy. Why can't I voice my opinion? You can. They're just going to tune you out and, 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 and boycott your show and, to and get you kicked off the air. So yeah, you can. Gotta, you know, you I, can. Gotta walk that line. Follow them rules. Do what you bit. want. It, can't be yourself. Just, so we can't voice our opinions about almost women, be yourself. women can voice their opinions about us. Ooh, but what I said anything. to you about 10 minutes ago, it's their time. <laughs> what did I No, no, no. What no, I, you're not what listening, saying. son. But what you're I'm saying, listening, it's son. their time. And women feel like we've had decades of this. Mm-hmm. I made a post the other day about the future of podcasts that belongs to women. Why? I see because some angry faces on there. No, but because hey, because they're not, they not listening. Ain't Nobody's woke. listening. You think about professions, you think about radio stations. Women have always been pushed to the back. I know for a fact, I get emails for for um from Spotify, from Apple, from Google, and all the big wigs that are looking for not only minorities, but gay and women. They're not looking for men. There is no company. That's the there is but that's what I meant though. There is yeah. no company saying we want all men to come down. Why? Because men have dominated every scene mm-hmm. everywhere. A woman has always been a secretary, an assistant, or this things of that nature. So they're like, even though Jay, Don, me wasn't there, y'all time is up. Yeah. And we're about to run all of this. We don't care what y'all got to I'm say. I'm all for it. We are. But at the same time, when you do your show, when you do your podcast, when you speak your mind on social media, understand, 
It's a group out there, and they gonna come for you. <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's a group out there. It's a, it's a group. They come with their pitchforks. I'm all for it, and that that was a problem with my job before because my boss and my ex co partner was, oh, I'm woman, hear us roar. You know, sit your look. But that's what I meant you about the post. Have to. You don't have to flex. You get what I'm saying? And it goes across all boards. You don't have to flex. I'm a real nigga. Okay. You don't have to flex. Uh, um, what's, what, what is it? Um, oh, I'm woman. You're going to respect me. Okay. You don't have to be a bitch about it. You don't have to be a dickhead about it. Both On both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like we have... We, I don't know, bro. It seems like everyone's trying to live up to a standard that they don't have to live up to. Black people too. All I'm saying is... It's just not our time. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> we keep it, trying to figure out what they doing. It's it's everyone's. In my opinion, it's everyone's time. And you're in huh. your in your field, men. Run for cover. Do your podcast <laughs> <laughs> under a safe umbrella, and be respectable and be respectful because in the time is going to come where you might say something that's not approved by the powers that be, and just like Rudolph. Just like the Christmas this story, getting clipped. You will get canceled because you are a problem to the overall accomplishment that's trying to happen. About time women got together and fucking realized they worth. Yeah, hey yo, I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking like we might as well split this up into two separate episodes, man. I don't know, but I'm gonna piece this together though, man. But I, indeed, man. I know I've kept y'all long enough. I, I know mean, I, said, I mean to take oh, nah, listen, bad, listen, no, no, no. The whole entire show has been dope, man. Shout out to Jarrell for coming earlier. You know, what I mean, he has some dope insight on things, man. Very, very smart man. Um, and he's entertaining, man. Um, the Big J came through, held it down. Shout out to Not Safe for Work podcast, the Town Podcast. This is the Audio Fam Network. Can I say something real quick? I'm sorry. Go ahead. To, to you, to both of you, um, is I feel like I have to not have to, but it's it's something that I'm a part of. Um, we got this thing going on in Trenton right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called uh, Reclaim Our Boys. Yep. Um, Reclaiming Our Boys is basically what we're trying to do. Is we're trying to just get a group of a uh, group of men. Does a black Hispanic. In the city of Trenton, not to say there's a group of men, period, um, who has something to offer uh, to these little kids to show them a different way. Um, so we meet, we 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 meet like I think every other Thursday um, of the month to just you know bond, so we can now find out who does what and see what they can do. So they're basically asking everybody to try to bring, you know, two to three people. Because I, 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 you, you mentioned earlier how you wanted to get involved with coaching and yeah, things yeah. of that nature. Um, I, you do this. Like, this is – I feel you found your calling. You Absolutely. Get what I'm saying? You found your calling. I met you as a poet. You get what I'm saying? And I've seen you transition to, to something I do. I'm a DJ. I'm a producer. I'm an engineer. You're engineering right now. Absolutely. What you do, you engineer and produce a podcast. So that's just something that's going on right now. And that's a call to all the brothers out there. Um, whether you, you if you have a story, you uh, ex convict, you uh, you have charges now. You you've changed in your life. You're currently turning your life mm-hmm. over um, and doing what you're doing. I mean, come out, reach out to me, reach out to the podcast brothers. It's something for the city. It's basically they all honestly what it is. They just ask everyone to. For an hour, one day for fifty-two weeks. Mm. It's not a lot. Well, it's not a lot at all. Fifty-two weeks, an hour, and then, of course you don't have to do. You get what I'm saying? It's so weeks. many people. It's so many people. You might not even be needed, or you might just be able to come mm-hmm. later for just support. It's basically we, we're just going to be the ear, the arms, the shoulders, the uh, the guidance to these to these young these young men um, to just show them something different. I like it. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. Dope. I'm definitely going to throw I'm my hat that. in there. 
Like, is I'll let I'll let y'all know the next. I think the next meeting. I think we're doing December thirteenth at our Prospect Village, seven thirty. Um, if you could just come out, like you, you only have to be a part of it. You, uh, Brad came through. Uh, uh, we had Brad B. On, Miller. On, yeah. Okay. He he came through, and I mean, just sit down, talk with the fellas, listen to what we got going on. Is we just trying to create an army to you know fix the city, um, just show a different way. Like I get into it with Swizzy a lot that everyone has options. Mm-hmm. We just want to be there to show them the options that they have. You might not feel that you have options, but you have options. You just might not know what your options are. Absolutely. So I definitely agree with that. All right. So my, my fault. I know you was closing up. And oh, no, 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 no. We, we, That's dope. Listen, we, man, we, that. Good, man. we need that. We need that. Don McAlicious, you filled in for uh, Fresco. How was it, though? It was, I was a little nervous. Uh, you know, I felt home. Definitely felt home. Uh it was, it was dope, man. But this got, is fun, right? Tell, yeah, it's definitely fun. You see why I do this every Saturday? I actually do a podcast like every morning uh, with my boy Laquan. Um, after the benediction, um, he's a minister, and we just we touch on the word of the day every morning. Uh, we don't we don't really make it an obligation to do it every single morning because sometimes I sleep in. But, you know, if anybody, you know, looking for a good word from the Lord, after the benediction, Laquan Myers, I'll be getting on there for about 30 minutes in the morning. And just try to start everybody day off with some positivity. So I've been doing this, but you know, before before y'all had the camera, it was just it was just us. But now that the camera, I'm actually on camera. It's like ah, I was a little bit you know, nervous forget, over here. So by the time we started, yeah, by the time I started talking, I was like, oh, I just started flowing. Did I so, just make a yeah, face. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Though, I was scratching my ears and yeah, but man, I, I see why I see why y'all I see why y'all. Y'all do this every day. I see why, you know, when I come up, come upstairs and see you working, I see why you do it because it just, you're prepared and it flows naturally. So, you know, just to be on here, it's, it's an honor, it's a privilege. And, you know, to say that, hey, I'm a, I'm a podcast brother. What, this is my fourth time? Third? Uh, we did the Brothers episode with, twice? You was with Laquan. You did the end of the year, Ooh. 2016. I say fourth. Four times? So, yo, I'm here now. Jared, man, watch out. Say now, nah, kid. <laughs> this might be the first episode with a dual cover. We gonna take a pick, man. We gotta take a pick. I'm making I'm history. I am making this is history. history, ain't it? A dual I'm cover history. Um, episode one fourteen. Uh, peace out. Peace out.